You're listening to the Con Artist Podcast. With Allison Robertson. And Blake McIver. The art of confidence through the creative mind. Hello, Allison. Hi, Blake. How are How, you this week? I am okay. Hanging <laughs> in is the real oh, answer. I get you. Today is not a, you know, today's not a 100% day, but I think that's okay. That is okay. I think we're going to talk about that. We are. (laughs) On today's podcast. So today's podcast is, we're calling it The Con Artist's Guide to Staying Positive While Testing Negative. Correct. Testing negative. (laughs) And in uh, the 19 days. Yes. And we've talked a lot about what's going on right now in the world. We talked a lot about it on our last episode, but we can't ignore the fact that there is a global pandemic happening right now and it is affecting our art, our confidence and everything in between. (laughs) Our our home lives, our work, how we're doing our daily lives, uh, how our kids go to school, how we see our families, how we interact with people, our social lives, our professional lives. I mean, there's not one facet that isn't affected. Mm -hmm. So I kind of want to just disclaimer this discussion a little bit in that, you know, we're, we're acknowledging the reality of what's going on right now. And Mm -hmm. this, this particular episode is obviously not for anyone who has tested positive or is dealing with it or is in the hospital or is, you know, we're obviously we're taking this extremely seriously, but this is more for the people that maybe aren't individually or personally affected. I mean, we're all personally affected in some way, but not actually personally infected. And how do we stay positive in this uncertain time? So just kind of giving that caveat over the discussion. I do appreciate that. I think it's also because in this new phase of what we're dealing with right now in this pandemic is that if we haven't personally had a COVID test. We know people that are getting tested and I thank goodness so many people are in our worlds are negative. They, they don't have the virus. So we are hearing a lot of, Oh, I got a test. I'm negative. We're hearing these, we're hearing these words, right? And there's something to be said about staying positive when you're testing negative. And I know that so many people that are getting the test for COVID-19, that there's this high amount of stress that comes with this, this high amount of anxiety while you're waiting for the results, whether you're feeling ill, uh, whether you're having symptoms or whether you're just testing it out to make sure maybe you've come in contact with somebody or you're going on a trip or whatever, whatever your reason is. So, so that's what we want to talk about is how are you staying positive during these times, not only with the virus, but with your job, with your family situation, with friends, uh, you know, having a positive mindset is not the easiest thing these days. It's not, but it's so important, especially with everything that we are being, the information that we're being bombarded with seemingly on the daily. So let's talk a little bit about what positivity is, because I think it's kind of a broad definition and like lots of the topics that we bring up, it can be misconstrued at times. So will you regale us with (laughs) some positivity. Well, here's the thing. I think with positivity, I think so many times people think positive means that I have to gloss over how I'm feeling. Positive means that I have to put a spin on how I'm really feeling. And I think the way you started off the podcast today is like, today's an okay day. That doesn't mean you're not positive about life, right? Positive means, hey, I'm thankful for what I have. I'm grateful for my life. Positivity is a mindset, right? 
happiness is a mood sadness is a mood right so i, I want to make that distinction um, i think it's super important to have a positive mindset but at the same time i think positivity is something you have to work on i think positivity is something you have to feed i think positivity is something you have to generate in your world just like negativity is listen exactly. the path to positivity and the pathway to negativity they're pretty much the same path paid <laughs> with equal amounts of work i would say yeah yeah <laughs> so uh, i think to make the positive choice is the better one because the positivity is going to lead to confidence it's going to lead to a better life it's going to lead to a bigger bank account it's going to lead to more successful relationships but both positive and negative lifestyles require work as what you just said right and I think that's just a really important thing to remember is that you can be positive and be super sad <laughs> at the same time. You can, you can be working on having a positive mindset and still have a really bad day or right. have a really bad couple of days. Right. Right. A couple of bad days don't make a bad life. No. Right. And I think that's what happens is that, you know, there, there's a, a saying that if you got a flat tire, would you throw your car away? <laughs> I might. <laughs> but you know how I am with cars. For right. for our listeners who don't know, I, I have a I have a, a problem with I I don't even like to deal with the simple task of getting my car washed. Right. <laughs> like, I am definitely like, why doesn't it just always work all the time? I paid a ton of money for it. Right. You're like, please, <laughs> just can I push a button? But for the average other listeners if you had a flat tire you would just fix the flat tire you wouldn't throw the entire car away or and in, in other words like being positive isn't pretending that everything is good it's seeing the good in everything right right it's those distinctions and that's not always easy for people to do but the way to make that happen for yourself especially in the moments that we're in is to say the things like you said in the beginning. Eh, today is not the best day. Right. Today is an okay day. Today, I don't want to. <laughs> yep. Today, you know, today was stressful from the jump. Yeah. Acknowledging the truths, not throwing away your whole life. Exactly. But I think uh, when we get stressed and we get when those those negative thought processes and those that that negative self talk starts creeping in it becomes harder and harder to make that distinction where what you're feeling becomes the outlook and so it's reminding yourself on the daily that just because i'm feeling this way doesn't mean that i have to live in this this is not permanent and i think that goes to a lot of the other stuff that we've sort of been touching on about this new normal is not normal and it's okay to remind yourself daily that what we're living in and what we're going through as a globe is not normal and that we're and we're not normalizing this behavior by by doing self-care and making ourselves have a positive outlook that's Correct. not normalizing it's not only not normal we have no practice at this new normal so this new normal that we're trying to quote unquote normalizing we have zero practice at our parents have no practice at it our grandparents have no there is no mama duck baby duck we have we have nobody that is looking down on us saying hey when we went through this this is what happened we have no one paving the way for us right so we have to give us all a breath we have to give all of us a pause and be able to say all right 
this is, how do we do this? And how is it best for me? And on top of it, we really can't ignore the anxiety, the depression, the stress that comes with this. We, we do have to really take this all into consideration on top of that. So what you brought into it about self-care, mm-hmm. self-care right now isn't selfish in any way. It, it, it's actually the most selfish as, thing. As I sit my Sauvignon <laughs> Blanc, for those of you who are just listening and not watching, I'm like, mm-hmm, self-care, blood, blood, blood. <laughs> but with self-care... I also want you working on your self-esteem and your self-worth, right? Because I think there's there's two different things going on here, right? Self-care, because we have so much going on. <laughs> you mean all those all the time, extra time for bubble bath, bubble baths that we have? But, and but we do, right? It's so crazy, like all the things that we've never <laughs> thought of reading books and baking and doing all these things and gardening. I mean, the Instagram is so crazy with what people are doing. It's awesome. We're slowing down, right? But we also have to remember to do those self-esteemable acts, mm. which means helping others, right? Right. Which will help you with that positivity, because anytime you're having tough, tough time with the positivity the first thing you need to do is get outside yourself. Mm-hmm. And if we were to do that, we would get involved with others, get involved with a ch- charity, help somebody. Hard to do in a shelter and stay in a pandemic. Right. But you can by reaching out to somebody, sending yeah. a text, making a phone call, getting on a FaceTime, checking in on somebody. Yeah. There are lots of ways that even for free, I think sometimes right now people are a little overwhelmed with like, well, I don't have, I have no income coming in because of this. So I don't have, I can't just give to a charity. Like I can't just throw money at something and go, look, I helped someone. But there are so many other ways to connect and help people virtually. Correct. And that you have no idea how much that can lend to that mindset shift of positivity. Right. That's a really good reframing of self-esteem too. I think that's really an important distinction because I've, I've sort of in the past incorrectly defined self-esteem, linking it to more of a pride thing. Like self-esteem was more of a, like how, how I see myself and by taking it outside of yourself, it becomes much more powerful actually, uh, and much more able to share like self-worth. I've always kind of felt like that is the internal battle of like, I am worth more than what I can do, what I can accomplish, what I can, like that is my worth as a human, as a, as a member of society, as a, as a human being that is capable of loving and giving to other human beings. But self-esteem has always been a little trickier. And you know what, you know, the researcher over here. Yeah. No, please tell. Self-esteem and self-worth are actually interchangeable in definition. Oh, Uh, right. Learn something new every day. The more you know doing some research because I was like, you know, really, I bet you, what is the difference between self-esteem and self-worth? Because I knew our podcast was coming up about this. And and as a coach, I am dealing a lot with people and their self-confidence right now. I mean, this is a huge battle for people. I think because they're alone with themselves, mm-hmm. right? I think they're facing, you know, okay, what's what's standing in my way? And really, either if they don't have a job or they're looking at their bank accounts or they're looking at their relationship, the lowest common denominator that comes down to is themselves and probably their self-confidence. So when I was like, okay, well, this comes down to like a self-esteem issue and a self-worth. I'm, huh, what is the difference? And I was shocked when they literally were the definitions for each other. 
So I love that we have taken them and made them two things. You know, well, my self-worth is good, but my self-esteem could could use some polishing or my yeah. self-esteem. I was like, they're the same thing. Wow. Right? Isn't so that we interesting? have to feed them equally. <laughs> we have to feed them. E they're the same. Your self-esteem is how you feed yourself, how you see yourself. Right. Right? And those esteemable acts that you do for others, mm -hmm. towards others, feed that self-worth and give you self-confidence. Mm. So the confidence is the byproduct of the work that you do. Along with self-confidence also comes from nurture and nature and, you know, your, your historical and your history and your family of origin. And I mean, all those other things. So I would rather you look at self-esteem, self-worth and confidence as your two different parallels. Gotcha. Right. Doesn't that feel a little better? Don't you feel like, oh. Well, yeah, that's a little bit like a, oh, now okay. I can, whew, now I can breathe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I felt that way too when I felt that. And then that you're like, okay, now that's positive. Oh, there's something positive. There's now something I positive. A little less to work on. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. But, and then please jump in on this, but being in shelter and stay and being in the middle of a pandemic, when you are requiring something that needs to feed you, okay? Mindset, positive mindset is requiring being fed. Mm -hmm. well, we're most people are alone. <laughs> How do you do it? How do you do it? <laughs> How do you do this when some most people aren't working? And if they are working, they're working at home. They're mm -hmm. not with their colleagues. They're not with their teams. This requires really creative ways of doing things. This requires really creative ways of refueling yourself. Absolutely. Listen, this is not an easy task. Not at all. And I, I'm saying people, they really have to go easy on themselves, be kind, be grateful, and really cherish the small wins. Right. Cherish the self-care. I mean, I know you're, you're joking about your, your glass of wine, <laughs> but if, you know, please, please, I understand people that have substance problems. Don't come after me. But seriously, <laughs> if this is your relaxation, this is your thing at the end of the day, this is your anchor, your bubble bath, your Netflix, this is not the time to criticize yourself about this. Right, right. Yeah, we're this talking, yeah, in moderation, all of these things are helpful correct. during, well, they should be. And what's interesting about this time is, you know, and this is kind of bridging us into our next topic of like how we are each finding moments of positivity or or more orienting our brain to work towards positivity as an ongoing goal. Mm -hmm. um, I think part of what's happened right now is is it's because we're all stuck, so to speak, we are having to get more creative in finding ways to be positive, finding ways to just enjoy life. Mm -hmm. And for example, this past weekend, I got in the car and I drove to the ocean, I drove to the coast, and I was horrified, first of all, at how busy, how crowded the beaches were. I was literally too afraid to get out of my car because even just driving up PCH, I was like, oh, well, surely the next beach will be less. The next beach will be less. No, just crowds, 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 crowds. I finally got, I didn't even realize how far I'd gone. I got all the way to Point Magoo. And I was like, well, it's the naval base in Oxnard after this. So I guess I got to turn around. And yes. so I drove back down. But what I realized as I was driving back down and not stopping is like, I missed ever. I missed the joy of the drive on the way up. Cause I was like, ugh, 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 people are being garbage. It's not safe. I can't stop. I can't get out. I can't be exposed. All that, you know, that, that fear and that 
yeah. cycle. And when I finally turned around and drove the car, I was like, I was sort of like, okay, well, if I don't stop, I don't stop. I just saw the ocean and let's just enjoy this. And driving back down. And of course, like, you know, 15, 20 minutes later, I found a bluff that I could pull over on that was totally abandoned, totally empty, rolled the windows down on the car and was able to just like sit and look at the sun and look at the waves and look. <laughs> and I was like, well, this is beautiful. And I would have never done this had I been like, had things been quote unquote normal and I was just going to the beach, I would have never had this lovely experience. So that is you learning to be positive and that's changing your state, which is what we said. Remember, positive is a mindset and you changed your state. So you changed your annoyed state. Yes. Right, or your annoyed mood. Right. To a mood of like joy, right? Yeah. So remember yeah. happiness is a mood, joy is joy a mood. Is. Annoyed yeah. is a mood. So you were able to sort of reframe it and that joy mood, changing it from annoyed to joy or annoyed to peace or whatever, mm -hmm. all builds into the positive mindset. So that's what people need to understand is that you're building a positive mindset. You didn't just say, and now I'm going to be positive. No, 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 no. Your journey brought you there, but your yeah. journey brought you there. And when I got home, I was like, wow, that was a fun day. Whereas before I would have never thought that. Correct. Because you went the whole way. Yeah. Right. And, and I also think that we need to keep, you know, when Blake and I used to live together, we had a family Bible that we, which was mm -hmm. our notebook that we wrote <laughs> down funny things that each other would say, or the kids would say, or people would say in our household so that we would always remember. We can repeat about 8% of that book <laughs> on this podcast. <laughs> and it was sort of where the name five percent uh, our producer says five percent she's probably correct you know what i just have to say i love saying that so much i have always dreamt about being like doing a show where i could be like oh and my producer just i'm so sorry my producer just said oh oh this just in for my producer like it's the greatest joy anyway oh things, small moments he, of joy there it, it is on his earphones too when he oh yeah because i imagine that i'm like you know have the headpieces in like oh oh, oh, my, oh my producer oh boom oh, now oh. you think you're in the newsroom you're in the totally okay, oh god yes i'm the morning show season two. Oh my god <laughs> <laughs> i love it um but I think one of the things is, is that we should be keeping a notebook about those things that you would have never experienced. Look, there are so many things that I'm experiencing in Shelter and Stay that I would never probably ever have <laughs> done in my 50 years to date. I drove to the same beach that you're talking about mm -hmm. to see a comet. I'm oh, like, oh, nice. Did nice. you see it? Did you see it? No, I had to go to a somewhere else a second day to see it. But I went two days in a row and drove to see a comet. Like, who am I? Like, I didn't even know comets existed. Uh, I'm just saying, there's, we're talking about mindset, but everything we're talking about. So there is a pendulum swing to all of this. So I, I just think that we should really be writing this down because mm. our children's, your, your niece's children, you know, all this their grandchildren, you know, they're, yeah. we're going to have stories to tell about how we changed during this for, right. and for the better. Right. I think, I think there's a lot, been a lot of positive change going mm -hmm. on in this. I mean, the, the way that we have had to approach our day-to-day -day life differently, you know, we talked about this last time on the podcast about 
you know, the, the grind of our global economy and how that trickles down into every human that your output is your worth going back again, going back to worth. And like now for so many of us that cannot work, we have to find our self-worth and our self-esteem in ourselves because the output is not necessarily the same. It does not look the same as it did. And maybe that's teaching us that, you know what, maybe the way that we approach the quote unquote grind was not really the healthiest. You know, that is 1000% correct. I mean, my oldest daughter just turned 15 and she's a big birthday party kid. And she had all these (laughs) drive-bys where everybody drove by in their masks and, you know, people had signs on their cars and people stopped by and sat six feet away and brought her cakes. And she had, she said she had the best birthday ever, but the best birthday she had, best birthday party she had was with your mom and my mom sat on this long table in the front (laughs) and they told her old old stories stories yeah Uh, but about like the civil rights movement of when they were kids oh wow like i wish i wish i had turned on a recorder i mean they were just but i wish i had videotaped because like they had their masks on and their pinot grigio (laughs) and they're sitting six feet apart (laughs) but that's but there there again you know there's something that we've lost a lot of in the influx of technology and Uh, right. You know the 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 scarcity complex that we talk a lot about in the sort of corporate structure of America. You know what is the original 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 form of entertainment? When you go all the way back, it's the oral tradition of oral history, or or which is storytelling. I mean that goes back to the beginning of humankind. And what a great thing to be able to have that now. Not that we never lost it, but just to remember that like we can do that. And I really think we should do a a podcast where we bring on, maybe we do two or three storytellers since con artists, one of the things about a con artist is that they are great storytellers. Yes. Bring on like three generations of great storytellers. Yes. Oh, look at us just being positive. Look what positivity brings. Oh, so, okay. So that brings us to this, are one of our segments since it's through the creative mind how are the creatives how do you feel creatives are being impacted by staying positive because i think it's really difficult for them to be positive when they don't have the outlet that they normally have having a stage or tv studio or a right. film or a theater or a recording studio or a live audience or whatever i mean what do you think it's tricky and it's, I think it's, I don't want to say it's harder, but it is just as hard for entertainment people as it is for anyone else. And I think right now, the thing that's most important is that we've got to make use of our creative minds. We've, we've got these creative minds that make us quote unquote creatives or artists, mm-hmm. and we all have them in, our, in some ways, like we talked about. And I think we've just got to not give up on it. And I'm saying that to myself as much as I'm saying it to the listeners, because you know, it's a day-to-day struggle. Some days I wake up and I go, I don't, I can't generate anything today. I have nothing. All of my gifts, all of my talents, all of the things that I'm so thankful for and so grateful for, I I have no, it's all too overwhelming and I have no way to share it and I have no way to generate it and I can't make any money off of it. So you know what? I'm going to go back to bed. (laughs) And there are a lot of days like that. And I think a lot of artists are having those days. And first of all, that's okay. 
because we've all got to feel that and go through that and we can't Mm -hmm. just suppress that or we'll go nuts. But then moving past that and going, okay, I've acknowledged that. That's a terrible feeling. Uh, How can I not feel so terrible? And then sort of step to the next page and go, okay, so what can I do? I can be an artist at the, at the baseline, base, base, baseline. I can be an artist in my own space. Sure, there's not an audience, no one's paying for it, but you can create something all by yourself because if you've got a gift to give, give it. Right. So you start there and then that makes you feel a little bit better because you go, oh, look, to, you know, to do, <laughs> to use the Sondheim quote, look, I made a hat, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> there it is. And then God, now you've created something. Well, now you're going to want to share it because now you've done it. So now your heart's in it. So now you've changed your mindset without going, oh, I have to change my mindset because then that's pressure and stress. And then that can be a self-defeating situation. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But the only thing I would reframe slightly is to start with artist. I am an artist. And really, honestly, if you're an artist and you become an accountant, you're still an artist, right? So Mm -hmm. I am an artist. The question is, what am I going to say? What am I going to do? Right. Because I think, like you said, I'm so grateful for my gifts. I'm so grateful for my talent. You, you start from there because your confidence in your self-worth and self-esteem is pretty solid in your hand, Mm -hmm. even on your bad days. And I'm curious because we live in Los Angeles and we have so many artists here that, that might be questioning their talent because they aren't getting that feedback Mm -hmm. that I, I asked them to start from, I am an artist. And that also goes for the creatives who are the entrepreneurial mind too, because that's a creative mind also. So I I am a creative, period. What you're going to create, I don't know, but let's just start there. Yeah. (laughs) Right? Just saying that over and over again, because that's not changing. That's in your soul. Right. Right? That's your baseline. And then exactly what you said. What is it you're going to do? We don't know but start to build there creates that positivity gives it space to build and don't judge it whatever you're building well and i kind of i kind of use this as a litmus test and this is this probably wouldn't work for everyone but i do sometimes when i'm feeling really down i do my check-in with myself is because especially in hollywood where we feel like you know we are our resume we are our last gig we are imdb whatever rating Um, sometimes I have to stop and ask myself the tough question. And that's if you could sell your talent and give it up to have all your financial problems go away, would you do it? And the answer is always no. So then, so then from there you go, okay, well then what are you moping about? What are you moping about? Because you, you have something that's worth more than the everything else. So I mean, obviously we have to make a living, but we have to survive, but I'm not talking about that, but I'm talking about the, the, when it, when it gets quote unquote overwhelming. When it gets overwhelming. And when you're losing that positivity, like for someone like me, like sometimes I have so, I have so many creative paths that come down for me that sometimes my positivity of like what I'm supposed to do next, I freeze. I get overwhelmed Mm. by, whoa, whoa. Tomorrow, I turn into truly Scarlett O'Hara. Yeah, I'll think about that tomorrow. I'll think about it tomorrow. So I need to find my positivity in moments. Mm. You know, I can get inspired by a great TV show. Mm. 
reminds me of like, oh yeah, <laughs> that's why I want to do this. Oh yeah, remember that? Or listening to an amazing score right. or an amazing Broadway show or listening to a TED talk or something that inspires me that then I say, right. Or for me, my moments of positivity for my creativity might be that I see an injustice mm. or I see something that needs to be handled. We're seeing a lot of that right now, obviously. So then all of a sudden I go, oh, this is where I can lend my voice. Right. So my positivity sparks my creativity. Absolutely. Right. right? So never underestimate where it can be. It doesn't have to fit you know, the square peg in the round hole, right? <laughs> no. and have to, it doesn't always have to look the way you think it's gonna look. And especially now, I, my big, big thing for creatives and entrepreneurs right now, if you have a business idea, write the business plan. If you've got a script idea, do right. the out. If you've got a song, write it down. If you have music, play it, like get it out. This is the time. How many times have creatives been walking around saying, if I only had the time, if I only had the space, if I only, if I only, if I only, guess what you have right now? All of that. All that time, all that space. And guess what? Probably the person you want to collaborate with or the person you want their idea or the person you want to get their opinion, they probably have the time to listen. Absolutely. It's the time to ask. This is the time to ask humbly. Yeah, that's really good. If that isn't positive, I don't know what is. This is the time to ask people for help. This is the time to ask people for their opinion. This is the time to say, hey, I have an idea. Could I have 15 minutes? Would you give it, Blake? Because I would. Anytime. I have. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. A year sure. ago, I probably didn't. I would want to have given it. Right. But I would have been like, but I have this and I have this and I have this and I got to do this and I got to go from here to here to here to there. And most of them were obligations that like, what did they mean in the long run? Because here we are Correct. without them doing you know, still doing life. <laughs> so they weren't necessary. So with that, if you can see, if you can take a hold of that positivity, just hearing just that statement, mm -hmm. right? Well, that just builds your confidence right there. Absolutely. Right. And really the creative mind only needs a bolstered self-esteem and great confidence. And <laughs> you can conquer the world. Yeah, truly. Well, and I think what you hit on just then, an aspect of positivity is inherent in that, that I think people forget sometimes, is that this is about thinking in terms of, I'm investing in my creativity, I'm investing time, I'm investing talent. That inherently says that you are forward thinking, right? You are thinking about the payoff, you are thinking about the future, you are investing in something that looks different that where your life looks different than the present and that inherently is positive because negativity would be, this is it, it's over, I'm done. It's never gonna be better than this moment right now in my worst moment. That's yes. literal negativity. That is literal negativity. And to be honest with you, yes, we're in the middle of a pandemic where it's a virus that is literally killing people, okay? Mm -hmm. We are in a financial crisis of that we do not know where people are getting jobs and money is coming from, yes. We are politically in just, I mean, I don't even know what to say, yeah. right? Okay. <laughs> yeah. But, no, no but, we went to Second City. And, <laughs> and, and. Blake, Blake and I went to Second City together in the class. Yes, and. Yes, and. Yes, and, if you think about the possibilities a year ago. When you think about your creative project, think of any creative project that you have, mm -hmm. anyone. And I'm thinking of mine right now, okay? My second book, my speaking career, I'm thinking mm -hmm. of all of it. Like, just think of it, just hold it. Like, just yes. think of two projects you have. 
everybody, all of our listeners, everybody, your entrepreneurial stuff, just think of, just think of it and hold them, right? If you think of it a year ago, I can tell you every obstacle of why it possibly couldn't have worked. Mm -hmm. But when I think of it today, right now, I have no idea what's happening in the next six months. I have no idea what's happening in the next 12 months. And I have no idea what's happening in the next 18 months. But I can absolutely see the possibility of all of my creative projects of how they can work. Yes. Do you agree with me? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because now for the first time, the industry, every corporation has been turned on its head and there are, it almost feels like there are no rules anymore. No, there, there aren't. No, we've, we hit the reset button on everything. Yeah. So I'm saying to creatives, don't, don't pull back right now. Please no. don't pull back. Lean forward. If you're not going to push on the gas, then at least get in the damn car, put on your seatbelt and turn the key because you need to be ready. Yeah. I think the possibilities are really endless. I don't know when that possibilities are going to be, but I do really believe we are gonna have a shot that we've never had before. Yeah. Well, and I think we have to think in those terms. We have to, because otherwise what's the alternative? Stopping everything? That's, that's, not, that's not an option. I feel like that was our thoughts a year ago. I yeah. feel like our year ago, we're like, oh, I'm too old. Oh, you know, nobody wants this. It's the ageism, this. I thought we had negativity on lock. Definitely. Oh, and yeah. now I feel we're now like, oh, we've erased it. So in a way, I think for creatives and entrepreneurs, it might be more positive. Yeah. What I think's negative now is the corporate world. Definitely. Definitely. Now, look, I'm sure there's a million people that if we were alive, they would argue with me and, my, and they could yeah. blow holes in my But I'm sure. But that's just feeling. That's my feeling I have. Yeah. Well, I think it's the corporate structure. I don't, you know, I don't, I don't think yeah. it's corporations themselves. And I, I mean. You know, I think it's the, the structure of work and the structure of the way that you know, we're seeing how this was not really sustainable in the way that we've pushed it because we've pushed mm -hmm. this, you know, past the sort of mid-century excess and we've just pushed that structure to its furthest extreme. And it's not sustainable because there are hum it, it requires humanity and humans to make those things work. They're not machines. And I think we've been treating our corporate workforce like machines and we can't, we can't do that. No, and it's imbalanced and unequal. The inequality was too unfair, right? Yeah. 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 All right. There. So creatives go fly. <laughs> do your thing. Make make that phone call that you're scared of. I'm I'm super personally super convicted by that. Well, but this time I think last year, my my baby project was that was the thing. I had all the reasons why. No, I can't raise the money. I can't. No one's going to want to take a risk on this. This is different. This is not like anything else. I can't compare it to anything else. People aren't going to like it. People aren't going to get it. I can't get actors to do it. I can't get, you know, all of those things. Mm -hmm. But now it's like the whole game has changed. Everything's changed. Yes. Make the move. Mine was you're too old. It's look, it's still, there's still going to be elements of it, but I just feel like Oh, we're not saying there's not going to be obstacles. No, I just think the, the handshake's going to be much warmer now. Yes. Than it's ever been. Yes. The handshake will be warmer. I agree. All right. I think we have done our job here today on that. <laughs> um, do you agree on that? I do. I do. I think as best as we can. I mean, this is a journey for all of us. Yes. And I do want to circle back to one thing that we kind of started to talk about in the beginning of the podcast that I've been really doing a lot of research about and I've been reading a lot about, and I don't know if you've had this experience, but I will say 
tongue in cheek, we did bring this up, but I do know that I have more people testing for the virus. I have one degree of people testing positive for COVID. Nobody personal, like close to me, thank goodness. But it is getting more and more serious around me. And I will say that the things I'm reading about is the, the stress and anxiety that people have waiting for the results or when they do test positive, mm-hmm. but maybe don't have symptoms, Right. that this stress is unbelievable. Yeah. And I think that creatives have the more sensitive hearts than others. They're, they're the impasse, the intuitives, mm-hmm. the kinder species of our human race. And I think it's really important to remember that when right. people are banding around so-and-so tested or so-and-so got this or so-and-so's mother or so-and-so's cousin, you yeah. know, let's, let's just be a little gentler with people when you hear that information or at least hold a kinder thought because yeah. the research that I'm seeing is that the stress is unbelievable. Oh yeah. I mean, you don't like when your car gets a flat tire. I can't <laughs> imagine <laughs> Yeah. You know, what that, that would be like. Well, it is. It's a, I mean, that sort of thing is a really, it's very real and it's very, I think people are having to be confronted with it. A lot of people are having to be confronted with this sort of medical thing uh, in a way that they haven't before. It's interesting. I've been seeing, uh, you know, sometimes I, I, I'm guilty of being a little bit hard on my LGBT communities that I am a member of, but I, it's been interesting to see how many LGBTQ plus people have been so incredible and so loving and so giving because a lot of us know what it's like to repeatedly go in and, and be tested for an unseeable disease that could be used used to be completely life ending now is just life altering um but there is no cure for hiv aids yet and so it's interesting i think for a lot of us that have sat in those waiting rooms or or back in the day when it was two weeks and you just you know have to deal with whatever that is a lot of people still in the closet when you know, they were getting tested for the first time and having to sit around with that burden. I, I think seeing people, since there's since this is such a global thing, I mean, not that AIDS isn't because it is, but the response to this is way different than the response to AIDS was in the 80s. And I think because this is not being stigmatized in a similar way that AIDS was, I think I'm seeing a lot of, a lot of love coming from the LGBTQ plus community, because this is something that we know all too well. Yes. And I also think that that is also why the frontline workers, the nurses and the doctors, especially the older frontline workers who lived through the AIDS epidemic, know how to deal with this, right? Because they, they have that compassion. They understand what's going on. And I think we who didn't live through that or didn't have to feel those moments have to, take, yeah. have to take a page off of out of their book of yeah. compassion and understanding yeah and we also have to listen a to the medical professionals and take a page out of the compassion book right yeah take both. A page both from the experts and compassion yeah. start with the medical journal and then <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah so i do think that's great so remember positivity is a mindset it's the journey right? You giving your story of how you went to the beach is the prime example. And happiness is a mood, just like not having a good day is a mood. (laughs) It's a mood. Yes. We're all moody people. That's, I hate when people label other people as moody. I'm like, who isn't? Show me someone who isn't moody. 
<laughs> and here's the thing, and, and for those, I'm sorry, and I, and I keep referring to creatives and entrepreneurs, but that's really who we're talking to. Everyone can listen to this podcast, but right. I'm specifically talking to creatives and entrepreneurs. You're sensitive. And anyone that says, oh my God, why are you being so sensitive? You know, excuse me, F off, I am. <laughs> Get over it. And it's not a thing. It's who I am. Right. I'm sensitive. Just like you might be a hard ass, I'm sensitive. Because <laughs> sensitivity also trickles down to, because you're sensitive, you're sensitive to other people's feelings. You're sensitive to other people's pain. You're sensitive to, you know, it's, it's sensitivity is not such a selfish bubble that we sometimes frame it as. Correct. And it shouldn't be used as a bad thing, right? No. It shouldn't be a label. Like you said, moody. Everyone's right. moody. Right. Everyone's moody. Right. So... All right. I like this one. I like this yes. positive talk. I thought positive. It, I thought it was going to be, I thought people were going to hear it as sappy or like, oh, positive. Oh, great. Right? No, but this is very different than the traditional power of positive thinking. We're not, you know, the hour of power, Crystal Cathedral. <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh, <laughs> just remember, positivity is is the foundation to creating your confidence and that self-esteem and self-worth and self-confidence. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All about it. Oh, Here well, we are. I mean, mm. so that's, so that's how you reframe it. Everyone. It's just yes. as simple as that. <laughs> all right. Not at all. Okay. I think we're at our moment of where you asked me those questions. Okay, great. All right. This is the segment I like to call grace, gratitude, grit at guts. Mm -hmm. And if you've made it this far in our podcast, you already know what this is all about. So here we go. Allison, do you have, oh no, I have to go first because it's grace and gratitude first. That's it's right. Grace and gratitude. What is your grace oh. and gratitude this week, Lake? I mean, in talking so honestly about, you know, kind of where I'm at today and just what a sort of the mood I've mood I've been in, like I'm <laughs> talking about this one's it's It's a little bit hard. So I think, I think today I'm just trying to have a little bit more grace towards letting myself feel it so I can get through it. You know, like having some grace over the fact that like, I'm just not at a hundred right now and that's okay. Cause I'm still doing the things that I'm doing and I'm still, I'm not letting it overtake me. And so it's okay to just be kind of a little bit of a, of a mood. And if you've been listening uh, since the beginning, which hopefully you have, you know that I'm as many people are in the middle of changing my home environment and piece by piece, corner by corner, making myself a little bit more happy in my apartment space. So I am extremely grateful for the two new pieces of furniture that came. <laughs> if you are all following this. So I got a new dining room table. I got a new bar cart. <laughs> so oh, if, bar you, if you've been listening, I was grateful for the bed one week. Now I'm grateful for the, I mean, I do, I, I do need to stop purchasing things because there's yeah. no money coming in, no. but. <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. I put I put an Amazon moratorium on with my girlfriend Emily in Tampa. We are not allowed to buy anything over twenty dollars unless we talk to each other. That's smart. In the cart, put it in the cart. Yeah, yeah. But so yeah, so I am again in the continuing journey of being grateful in my space. It we're 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 almost. I would say we're we're ninety nine percent there. Oh, very good. And this wallpaper, fantastic yeah. in the back. I love That's I love my wallpaper. That's amazing. <laughs> All right, so mine. Grit and guts. I mean, you know, 
I always like when I when you when I say grace and gratitude to you, I'm always like, oh, I have like a million things of, of like what I have grace and gratitude about. But when I think grit and guts, like I think of you and like drinking a protein shake and like <laughs> heading to Barry's camp and like and uh, get mad at you, like uh-huh. eat something. Uh-huh. So I always think <laughs> that when I think oh. of grit, like that, right? Yeah. And, you know, I, I ha- I'm grateful that I have a pool in my backyard that I don't mm. swim in. I just stand in it. That's fine. Um, I don't really like to get wet. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and, and I do think about working out sometimes. But I, ha- I have decided that I really, um, and I had said last week I was going to try, try to work out more because my back hurts and I have to do sit-ups. And I did download the app. I did ask our producer for the app, Yoga Go, I think that's what it's called. Um, so I did download the app. So I, I am following through with what I said. I didn't yes. start. I just downloaded the app. That's okay. Every piece is a but step in the direction. My- Grit and guts, because this is a tough one for me, and those that have lived with me know <laughs> I like to eat late at night. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's usually like chips. Yeah. Uh-huh. Ice cream. <laughs> and lately it's been uncrustable. <laughs> oh, not uncrustables. Are we in elementary school? Allison, no, step away from the Uncrustables. <laughs> yes. Uh, I'm gonna send you baggies of like I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna cut out keto bread with like unfiltered <laughs> cashew butter and <laughs> some organic preservative, and you're gonna be like, this is terrible. I don't want this. <laughs> so I am no longer going to eat Uncrustables at one o'clock in the morning. Yes, grit, 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 grit. <laughs> in my positive attitude. I get it. Fun. That's great. That's I gonna... think your bar much more exciting than my Uncrustables, <laughs> but. I mean, yeah, who am I to judge about Uncrustables and I'm talking about all the refined sugars I'm drinking <laughs> as opposed to eating. So, you know, it's all relative. <laughs> you know, but if I would just swim in the pool instead of standing, just standing in it, <laughs> you know, thank God. It's all good. If I would swim in it, then I could have the Uncrustable. So that's what I'm going to do. And I'm going to try to get some substance in my grit and guts for the next week. It's about, it's about balance. It's all about balance. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about that. You know, I don't believe in balance, but there we <laughs> go. We'll talk about the next episode. <laughs> all right. We got some trivia. My all right. Our trivia question is from me today. <laughs> <laughs> it might it, it might be way too easy for some of you, especially my my. my hold super... on, before you ask the trivia question, you we don't answer the trivia question on our podcast because we do not be, because we want you to join us on our Patreon. Yeah, <laughs> and our Patreon is patreon.com slash the Con Artist Podcast. Uh, it's really going to be fun over there. We are we're planning so many special things, um, extra content not only the answer to the trivia question, there's multiple tiers of investment. So if you just want to join us for a nominal fee uh, to see our videos every month and every episode, join us. If you can contribute more, please do. Uh, We appreciate it. And you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at The Con Artist Pod. Yes, please follow us there. Check us out. We will be updating you with everything that's going on. 
And Blake, where can we find you? You can find me everywhere at Blake McIver, except for Facebook, which is Blake McIver Official. And you what about find, you? You can find me on Instagram at the Allison Robertson and on Facebook at Allison Robertson, please. All right. All right, so here's our trivia. Mm-hmm. The um, So we just had the uh, primetime Emmy nominations come out today. Uh, for you listeners, it'll be a few weeks later. Um, but uh, a few, a week ago, we had the daytime Emmy Awards. Uh, mm-hmm. The actual awards were awarded. And uh, one person during the daytime Emmy Awards ceremony, because of their win, achieved EGOT status. That is... Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, Tony. Who is that individual? And this is this is my question because I was very excited when it happened. I was really thrilled because this is someone very important to me. So that's a we have a brand new EGOT. No way. Yeah. So from the soap world. (laughs) Oh my god. Well, from the daytime Emmy world, that's encompassing of a lot of of corners of entertainment. I'm looking at my daughter. Do you know who it is? <laughs> Don't say it. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all we have for today. We hope that you will send us ways that you are staying positive during this time. Please do let um, us know. And if you have anything you want us to discuss, send it our way. Send and it we- our way, and we will look at it. Um, yeah. We thank you all for listening, and we thank you all for supporting us on our Patreon page. Join us next time on the Con Artist Podcast. Have a great week. Bye.